Good afternoon, Arlo Johnson at Vernon, British Columbia, at uh, 2.51 p.m. on the 30th of January. Good afternoon. <coughs> the um, We're getting uh, one month of winter wrapped up. We're heading into, well, another month we should be closer to spring, which is good. I'm glad of that. I really do like spring and uh, the new year. <clears throat> what I wanted to talk about today was uh, basically when you stop and think about things, what are we doing here? You know, really, what are we doing here? You know, people get born, grow up, go to school, uh, learn something, a little bit of knowledge. <sighs> then they get together with another sex and develop them more of themselves, which is a plan God put together. They have nothing really to do with it. The instincts are put in them. It's not theirs. It was put there. That makes men attractive to women. And women are much more attractive to look at than men for the reason that that they would get the seed that men plant. And they could attract the, maybe the best one they could get. <clears throat> now, what does that what does that all prove? It proves that we're sort of, you know, not that bright about knowing everything, but it proves that God, in his infinite wisdom, and let's face it, I mean, if you are a reasonable person and realize that God created everything and that Jesus was the one who created it, and he's God, he's also God. And for what purpose? It must be a purpose that we have a little hard time grasping. Something that great and that big and that horrendously complicated to put together a race of people who would develop according to what God hoped they would do and the kind of uh, beings that would choose him and not against him and, and would choose his laws and the laws that he has to have to run a universe. <clears throat> now, when I see people talking about, well, Elon Musk, for one, talking about going to Mars and all that stuff, I, I get a little uneasy about that because I don't think that we're built to do that. I could see the moon. You know, it's, it's uh, close enough to the earth that it's practically an appendage of the earth. But nobody would really want to live there. Now, <clears throat> all these things, you know, you have to admit that there's been development, great development taking place, increasing, increasing, increasing. Like, for instance, I 
doing these podcasts. I use uh, a program that uh, moderates the, the sound. Does it on its own. I pay 10 bucks a month for it or whatever. Then I have another program that uh, basically artificial intelligence program that takes what I talk about or whatever and correlates a, a, a description of it way better than I can. It, it really does. And that's just a that's just a bare-bones AI program. Now, one thing that Elon Musk talks about, and I agree with him, that we have no idea that what artificial intelligence can develop into. And he claims that it's, it's uh, developing way faster than anyone realizes. Now, this is... Uh, is a form of intelligence that has no morals, whatever, or anything. It's not, uh, it doesn't uh, adhere to anyone. Uh, you know, it's just a system that actually can build itself. And there is most likely no reason to think that it will build itself as a, as a moral or good system. Now, it to me, it uh, it is a system that that is uh, not in in in. Uh, it's not in line with God's plan for the universe. But I'm sure that He has decided it's going to it is going to develop, and it's going to develop along evil lines because it does it. If it has anything to do with men's minds, humans' minds, developing it to start with, it will develop towards the evil side more than the good side. Because that's the way we are. Now, that's not going to stop the uh, direction that God has in mind for anything. It's, it's not out of his realm to not control it, but he's going to let it go. And we're not in control of stopping it. We can't stop it. Not anymore. They'll talk about it, but they'll all be too late. It's just like the Congress in the United States talks themselves to death and they can't fix the problems. Canadian Parliament is just the same. That shows the weakness of human nature and its ability to actually judge what's right and what's wrong. Don't have the power. They think they have the power. They try to make laws. They don't have the power and the intelligence to make a law. Only God can do that. He, he, you have to be the creator of everything and know exactly what the outcome of everything you do is. Yeah, uh, artificial intelligence going to creep in so fast. The thing is, what do you do about it? You know, God made a plan, and we're living in that plan. There's no doubt about it. And in that plan, he says, if you, to his 
creation, he says, if you believe that I sent Jesus to this earth to be a man and take responsibility for the sins of all of you who have ever lived on this planet. My law is fixed, cannot be changed, and it's a perfect law. If you break that law, you're destroyed, you die. Now, how could he raise his family that he wants his sons if they were all going to be destroyed? He couldn't break, break his law, so he had to have somebody that was e equal to in value to all of the human race to pay the price for breaking the law, to die in their place. Now, that's a little hard to grasp, but that's what he did. And he says, the only requirement is that you believe I did it. And you honor me for that. You can't buy it. You can't earn it. He also knows who his elite, who his elect will be. He knew that. If, he says he knew that before the world began. Now that's a mind that we have no idea about. We don't know if, it, I don't know if I'm a, one of the elect or you. I really don't know. But God actually knows that. Right now. The, uh, the thing that I keep thinking is, if, if we're going to make it through this world, through this life, with all the mistakes and all the things we do every day. God says, I'll forgive you for those. You just ask for forgiveness or wipe your slate. Whether you have to do it once a day or once a year or one, ten times a week or whatever. And if you believe that Jesus died in your place, you will be the one who is resurrected to a new life. A life you cannot even imagine. Now, that's... You talk about... I mean, it's really hard to fathom what is offered. The thing is... Uh, it just about blows you away when you see that what's going on in the world. Governments, people, scientists, everybody is building two tiers of things. One is products for people and inventions and whatever. The other side is doing products and inventions to kill more and more. And remember, went from sticks and stones to bows and arrows and then rifles and then tanks and planes and bombs and missiles now. Now we've got atomic bombs, hydrogen bombs that blow up the whole place. 
submarines. Can you imagine? That was not even conceived of when my grandfather was born. We wouldn't even have conceived that. Now they, they, they can lay under water, travel around, and destroy a whole country right from not, not even surface. But the killing of people has increased like a thousandfold. And now they're at the point where they most likely hardly need armies. They fight it and fight it with mechanical means. Who gets in first and who blows up first? People fa faster. Well, you, you can tell that that's going to get to an end where it's just impossible. Cannot go on anymore and just destroy everything. God says that he's going to stop it before that, just before that happens. Well, we're getting to that stage. And I said before that if you want to know when the end of the, this age is, it's not the end of the world, but the end of this age and the new age starts, I can tell you right now with certainty that it's seven years at least. It's at least seven years from now, not a day earlier. And tomorrow it'll be seven years from tomorrow. Because until the, the start of the uh, tribulation starts, the trouble starts. Jacob's trouble, it's called. You know, it's, it's just, I, it amazes me that the plan that God has, in the plan he des describes a city that he's going to bring to the earth. The new Jerusalem is going to come down and on the new earth. He said, I'm going to create a new earth, heaven and earth. And he says in that city is going to be 12 steps that uh, are uh, named after the 12 apostles or something. I think it is. And he's going to have gates for the 12 tribes of Israel. You know, three gates on each side. tribes of Israel. Now, out of the whole world, is that who's going to be in charge of things? Obviously, they're going to be there. Pretty well got to be there. That's what it all boils down to. That's an amazing thing, too. And the thing that Jesus said that made me really think is that he said there are those who will be the most in the kingdom of God, the greatest, and there will be those who are the least. Now that's a big spread. And what's the divisions? You know? And <laughs> I don't know. But it's worth really looking, you know, saying you want to think about something, you want to ponder something, ponder that. Now, it's really, there's been nothing, nothing uh, offered to the human race like this. Nothing, absolutely nothing. And nothing could be greater than that. 
That's why in these last year or two that I've been thinking about this, I realize that, you know, I'm <laughs> be 90 in two months. Well, okay, that's whatever, I don't know. But I mean, I'm not certainly not going to live forever, and neither are you. So what happens to us afterwards? We've got to think about that. If we don't, we are definitely losers. And God will say, fine, I don't need you. I don't want you. I don't want that kind of a person to live forever in my kingdom. It's a pretty exciting and mind-boggling time we're living in because we're getting very close to the payoff. And it's coming. So let's leave it at there. I'm going to wish you the best of luck. I hope you pay attention to that little I said. You know, hope, I just hope so. And I wish you the very best, and I wish, and I want God to bless you. And I'm going to ask God to bless you. Thank you.